This episode of Here for the Wrong Reasons is sponsored by Small Passports. Every month, we teach your kids all about the world by sending them packages full of a bunch of little disposable crap that they will scatter all over the house and never, ever clean up. We're doing it for real this time. This is it. It's going down for real. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? It's that, uh... I don't know any of the hip... I don't know any of the hip songs. It's that... It's going... (laughs) I mean, do you want me to sing it again? Yeah, of course I do. What? It's like letters. G... Go, g- Sounds like you don't know what that GDFR well going down for real. Going down for real. You know that song. I'm just not singing it well. It's like I think you're singing it well. Oh, it's that one. It goes. Okay. I was gonna sing two tickets to paradise in honor of Eddie Money. May God have mercy on his soul. I'm gonna play it on my computer just so you can hear. But first, everybody gets to listen to this. Commercial for Stadia. Stadia. All right, let's hear. It. We'll put a real clip in. You know this song. I don't know this. Hang on, wait for the chorus. Okay, here. I just want everyone to know that I made a bunch of really funny jokes and Ryan fucked me and had stopped the podcast. I fucked you up the ass. I was I <laughs> well, okay, stopped it. Okay, I wasn't going to say that. I stopped it because I was going to put the clip in. You stopped it because you were jealous of my jokes. Yeah, that's why. That's correct. Okay. Well, yeah. And it's Sorry, not guys. so that I could put the... Why didn't you just make the joke again? Because it's not as funny if you have to make it again. Okay. It's uh, not as funny. You know it's not. It's new to the listener. It's not. <laughs> you know they didn't no, hear it the first time. Even the listener can tell. <laughs> this is a swarmed over joke. They Give can the listener tell. credit. They know. They're smart. Our listeners are smart. Speaking it's of what our... I teach in my poetry workshops, don't uh, don't hold the reader's hand. I see. Yeah. Give this the is listener a credit. This is a good lesson for us. A little workshop. Tune right in here. for my off-season <laughs> poetry podcast. Well, we need something in the off-season. I guess should we go ahead and announce our plan? Thirteen ways of looking at the bachelor. <laughs> a man and a woman are one. A man and a woman and Chris Harrison are one. <laughs> uh, do we want to announce our off-season? episode plan uh sure yeah is it a plan it's a plan it's a jam yeah so we've got a episode that we're planning on doing it's an ask us anything episode special episode special episode we're trying to give you some off-season content because we have nothing to do with our lives yeah nobody will interview with us it's not gonna be a week every week because good lord we're exhausted we were thinking that we might do a little bit of a book club uh episode where we read amanda stanton's you know Depending on how much content there is, we could do a couple of episodes because there's Amanda Stanton's book. Mm-hmm. There's, um, oh, Ooh, I like this all the tell all books. Who's the Georgia girl that also dated Josh? Al, not Allie, Andy. Andy's Andy. tell all, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so we get some of these tell-alls, and we, and we may need, there's going to be so much content in each of these books, we may need multiple episodes to really do a rich literary analysis. Yeah. Yeah. But the other idea that we have, yeah. if y'all are into it. They're going to be into it. Hit them with this. It. This Hit is going to be this. like a three-episode arc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, y'all send us questions about The Bachelor, Bachelorette, about, about our marriage. It's a ask us anything. We will answer 100% honestly. With any question you got for us. So you can tweet us or you can email us at uh, hereforthewrongreasons at gmail.com. We've got both of those contacts in the show notes. So and send we're on them. Instagram, so you can also slide into our DMs. But be forewarned that if you do that, we will try to fuck you. Absolutely. Because that's what having a podcast is all about. No, it's you can fuck them. Also, we do. You can, <laughs> but I don't think you should. But we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Um, yeah, so what do we want to give a timeline? Let's give, get these questions by October 1st. Oh, okay. You're setting a hard date. Huh? Yeah, well, people aren't going to do it otherwise. 1st? That's in like three weeks. Yeah, I mean, people are, are they're not going to do it past like three days after this episode comes out. Anyways. If we don't get any questions because we're losers and y'all don't care about us beyond just our insight on The Bachelor, Ryan and I are going to make up our own questions mm-hmm. and pretend that people send them in like on Instagram when people are like, I've gotten a lot of questions about my skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a lot of questions about how great sugar bear vitamins are. Yeah. Hey guys, I've gotten a lot of questions about how I've gotten my hair to look this healthy. <laughs> Um, I found a great product. It is sugar bear vitamins. Well, and we make up. You know, the... I feel, do sugar bear vitamins still exist? I, I don't feel know. Like nobody hawks them yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, we hawk them. Sugar, buy sugar bear vitamins. We hawking. <laughs> um, Ooh, Hamilton fact. Hamilton. Everything's Hamilton. legal in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and when we make up those fake questions too, they're going to be like pointed questions about our marriage. Yeah. That we're going to ask yeah. each other like, oh, listener uh, Jenny from North Dakota wants to know why Ryan is so passive all the time. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of our listeners, we've got some shout outs. Oh, we've got shout outs. We've got shout outs. So uh, Laura P., an English teacher, left us a very thoughtful and heartfelt review. Well Super awesome. Well, well structured. Organized. Had a narrative arc to it. Had a really strong thesis. Yeah. Lot topic sentences in every single paragraph. I loved it. Yeah. Awesome. Great job. Uh, we got some nice emails. Jessica gave us an update on Dean's van. Said he's living in a like Mercedes Benz van, which is bullshit. No wonder Kaylin enjoys the van life. Mm-hmm. Basically, living in an RV. I pictured like a beat up old like Volkswagen. I actually thought maybe it was an RV, like that when uh-huh. that it got spun as a van, but that ultimately it was an RV. So I am pleased to. It's like Kate Goslin's like. Mercedes van that she used to schlep all her all kids those around. kids around yeah Dean and Kay Goslin should do there's your spinoff show <laughs> vanity just, just yeah. Dean and Kate Dean and Kate driving around Dean and Kate plus seven because that one kid refuses to live with her now <laughs> I mean is it only one I'm so, you know that when you have that many kids and put them on no, TV one of oh, them is sorry, going guys. to again sorry. with this is this your boss again no this is our listener Rachel please stop texting oh, please me please listen to the put your phone down and listen uh, Rachel is texting me about a player piano 
Rachel, I do not care. Nobody wants to hear about this right now. Um, uh, no, got... it's... Uh, sorry, did you want to hear that? Hear the what? date? It's just yeah. the one. It's Colin. Oh, okay. He was... He he's got one sent of off to six? like... Uh, um, he's one of the septuplets. Okay. Yeah. He sent off to like a Swiss boarding school. Sent, no, that's too fancy. He got sent off to, I think, like a military school. Oh, like, sure. For behavioral issues. Um, that I'm only thinking about it, well, because you made... Well, no, I guess... I made the first reference to it, didn't I? Mm-hmm. It was in Us Weekly. This oh, week. okay. Yeah. So he got sent to like because parents always threaten to do that, but Kate actually sent her kid to military boarding school. She did. Wow. Yeah. yeah Should is we he... do a like off season John and Kate plus eight podcast? No. Are you here for that? Not. No. I might be here for that. Under no circumstances <laughs> am I here for that. That show before they had their divorce. That show was basically Costanza's pitch of like a show about nothing. No. Like, no, it was like an oh. episode. An episode would be like, "What'd you do? You took one of your kids to Red Robin? All right, that's well, first a show." Of all, no, when you have eight <laughs> kids, you don't ever take one of your. kids They did. Anywhere. They took like one of their kids. What I don't know one of the ones ta- we okay. watched. Or like, we watch an episode of Planet Earth. That's a show. Us watching TV. Oh my God. That is not yeah, what they did. Yeah, that is exactly what they did. Name well, one. Well, then why were you watching it? Because we watched it together. No. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't watching it on my own. Okay. Um, Question name... from <laughs> Jim Jones. <laughs> from cult leader Jim Jones, back from the dead. When is Ryan going to grow a pair and just do what he wants instead of, like, why do you, you don't have to watch it with with me except well, you, this was like 10 years ago this is a, it was exactly 10 years yeah. ago because fun fact it's not that fun but it is a fact um ryan and i were huge fans of the show when we were in graduate school in indiana and we when we were engaged and i guess even dating i started watching that show because i had a, t- a, t- a student that wrote a paper on this. That's right, yeah. So then we started watching it and got, Ryan was super into it. Oh, I was He's, way into it. I wonder what show they're going to watch this week. <laughs> okay, I feel like this is like that time when you made fun of Pretty Little Liars and then it ended up that you were texting your girlfriend about all these like plot twists and, <laughs> hey, who's your favorite Pretty Little Liar? <laughs> hey, so, which of the six septuplets is your favorite septuplet? <laughs> you don't have to watch these shows. <laughs> Continue on with your story. I don't even know where I was going with it. We were both, and you know, I know where you were going the with it. The fun fact was that they, the bombshell of them splitting happened right like the night of our honeymoon. Yeah, the we were first in night. the Turks and Caicos. And watching I was like, him get divorced. we gotta watch this shit. Yeah. So and that's what we did on our honeymoon. The saddest <laughs> fucking thing that's ever been on TV. Well, it was raining on our honeymoon, and frankly, I'm not having sex four times in a windmill. So, <laughs> you know, there's only so much that you can right. do. Well, but we weren't even in a windmill. I feel like maybe the wind power gave Peter some extra mm. stamina. Yeah. Renewables, guys. So maybe that's really why I have a at. soft spot for John and Kate, because I felt like they were on our honeymoon with us. They it, but they were splitting up as we were getting together. Oh, oh it's the circle of life. No, it was uh, my, whatever. My feeling was mm-hmm. that it was super boring mm-hmm. until all of a sudden it got like incredibly sad. You know, I don't watch Batman movies because I think they fucking suck. Sure. And I refuse to watch Star Wars because I think it's stupid. 
If you think that John and Kate plus eight is stupid, don't fucking watch it. I don't watch it. We haven't watched it in, well, in a decade. Okay. Um, okay, so back to... a little to, bit off track. Back to what... This is that freewheeling. Well, nothing <laughs> happened in this. Um, Actually, our podcast in this off season is just going to be us yelling at our each fights, other. Our fights. Just <laughs> marital fights. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got a nice email from Beth laughing at one of my jokes. Thanks, Beth. Glad somebody can do that. Yes. Somebody's there. Glad someone's filling that need. What for me. joke was it? She liked the little opening teaser about the teamy, which was inspired by you. I did. Yeah, I did come yeah. up with that. Yeah. So thank you, Beth. Yeah, she liked the semicolon joke, which was my ah. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Well, I'm just saying. No, sure, yeah. Yeah. sure. You're the this funny is... one. No, we're both the funny ones. People, people, well, you're the one that tells it like it is. Oh, according to giving you a hard time. Yeah, but I take it in stride. I'm, I have really thick skin. Um, Sarah sent opinions about Caitlin on the show. I think she's going to agree with you. We'll get around to it. Uh, Robin, Robin saw Elon Gale at the Mountain Goat show. How do you pronounce his name? Elon. Elon. Ellen. Is it Ellen DeGeneres? It's Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. <laughs> Um, shout out to also on that note, our listener, Nathaniel, who loves the mountain goats. Yes. I was saying it's a real convergence of things Mm -hmm. Nathaniel loves, the bachelor and the mountain goats. Elon Gale is OML. Hashtag on my list. Yeah. He's the producer that's not a piece of shit. And he seems like super cool and funny and and like they all love him. Yeah. Yep. And I love him too. Yeah. You're one of them who loves him. I wonder if Elon Gale is married. He he was there with his girlfriend. Damn it. At the Mountain Goat show. <sighs> yeah. But I mean, that can be broken That doesn't up. stop yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, we got a big shout out to our fan, Julie, who kicked ass on Wheel of Fortune on Monday. Yes. Yes, yeah, she did. She, uh, I'd solved. like to buy a vowel. She was buying vowels like a fucking boss <laughs> yeah. in there. Um, um, in the end, she did not win, though she solved most of the puzzles. And then um, an old lady came in to just steal it away. I know. Some old biddy who wouldn't give her a high five earlier in the show. Thanks a lot, yeah. Elise. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel, please. I waited 95 <laughs> years to come on this show. I met, I met Pat Sajak as a girl. <laughs> Oh, we danced and danced at the speakeasy. He was my first cotillion escort. Also, you know, we haven't watched Wheel of Fortune in years. Pat Sajak is no Alec Trebek. He never has been, never Never will will be. be. Um, Fuck you, Pat Sajak. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, good job, Julie. Uh, she also uh, met, donates to veterans and homeless pets, so she's better than uh, the rest of us. Cool. Uh, shout out to Buckhurst, England, and our one listener there in honor of the Downton Abbey movie that's coming Good out. Good time, mate. <laughs> Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates. <laughs> Are you coming back for a movie that nobody really wants? Oh. Okay, well, we're going to oh, get a bad snap. review. Yep, that. we sure are. This is another one. If you don't like Downton Abbey, don't watch it. I feel oh, like you please. sat there for the last like three seasons of it and just bitched. Downton Abbey was fine. Oh, it was fine. Man. Like, you were really on board at the end. Uh, I like the Dowager. Yeah, I like, sure. I like 
like uh, the dowager countess is great. That tart tongue of hers. Oh, she tells it like she it is. does. She's like you in uh, <laughs> you know another seventy uh, years. Okay, all right. Um, no, it it was a fine show. I was thinking that I would put a bunch of spoilers in, but I don't remember what happened. A uh, spoiler alert: that one guy dies in a fiery car crash. <laughs> Just after he had his first baby. Oh, man, the tragedy. It's a real, uh, it is a real, what's that short story again? The Gift of the Magic. Oh, yeah. I I guess it's not. Yeah, it's it's just just a a tragedy. tragedy. Isn't it ironic? (laughs) Nope, Don't you think? Uh, Okay, 15 minutes in and we haven't mentioned a single thing that happened on this episode. Nothing happened. Yeah. All right. So how do you want to even handle this? You want to go chronologically? I say we blow through most of the content yeah and just uh then we can talk about kind of general feelings on the season and how everything ended i like your plan you got a good plan okay so uh, you want to take each of these couples in turn yeah um sure i mean i also didn't feel like there were any the only surprise i guess was clay and nicole although dude i saw that coming a mile away um so first we get the first three couples are Clay and Nicole, Dylan and Hannah, and Demi and Christian. And they all feel good. But Katie and Chris are struggling. They're, They're struggling. on the struggle it's bus. It's the struggle bus. Yeah. She says that she doesn't know where Chris is feeling. But then he's like, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. And it's all good. It's all good. That's good enough. And she's like, let's bone. <laughs> time to go to the bone it's time zone. time to take me to pound town. <laughs> Population me. The bone zone. The bone zone. Okay. Yeah. At least I didn't say the, the boof zone. <laughs> well, <laughs> I learned my lesson yeah. from last. Not only does that not rhyme, but it's not correct. Time to time to get a little D D. <laughs> That's um, for our listener David, who I may know, not be our listener anymore. anymore. Yeah. David, if you listen, maybe Jessica listens. That was for yeah. you, big guy. Yep. Um. All right, Hannah. Hannah and Dylan also take it to the Boom Boom Room. Yeah, but I mean, they've been taking it to the Boom Boom Room since like day three. Yeah. Um, the only thing that Hannah and Dylan seem like, I think they just had to throw a little bit of tension into every relationship. And Hannah and Dylan's is that they kind of leave it on a little bit of a cliffhanger where Hannah is saying that she wants their friends and family involved in the process of like Mm -hmm. engagement. And I think it's one of those things where she's just like, I feel weird getting engaged if we haven't even met each other's family. Right. And also we've known each other for four weeks. Well, that's not it though. Yeah. That's not the problem. Yeah. That we've only dated for three weeks. And for one of those weeks I was being a real dick. Right. And then I dated about four other people before I settled on you. That she's fine. Yeah, with. that's cool. That's no problem at all. All um, right. She just needs Dylan to meet her family. Yeah. Which, and- frankly, you sure about that, Hannah? <laughs> Listeners know what I mean. Am I right? <laughs> you know, um, Hannah didn't rap this whole season. Single time. Yeah. Not a single Come goddamn on. time. Yeah. I guess, again, she was too busy with Dylan. I expected some kind of rap battle with her and Cam, but it was not to be. Just like we were saying last week, where you feel like you know these people when they're on the regular season. You don't know them at all. It's almost like Hannah's not a good rapper (laughs) and doesn't do it all the time. Hannah's not the white female (laughs) Eminem. Also having trouble is uh, Clay and Nicole. Yeah. 
Uh, Demi and Christian are fine, by the way. Mm-hmm. BT dubs. The lesbians are... They got it covered. They're just fine. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we are emotionally stable. Right. We can communicate in Our a healthy periods fashion. Have seen, <laughs> so we just steer clear of each other on those weeks. <laughs> yeah, um, we are good to go. I know. You know, I mean, I am, I think, you know, pretty firm on the straight end of the spectrum. But man, it would be nice, I think, sometimes. Sure. Like, to not have to deal with a man? Yeah. God. Like, yeah. I don't know, you're just hanging out with your girl. Yeah, and braiding each other's hair. Watching Center Stage. Yeah. Watching John and Kay, but both people like it. I One know. isn't pretending that they like it. Oh, uh, can you imagine? I, I can't imagine how great it, it must would be. be nice. Yeah. It must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Shout out to our listener, and I'm sorry, I've forgotten who it was, but said we oh, should have well, done. Oh, this is good. Should have done. To have Harrison on your oh, side. Yeah. That is a it's a good joke. And you know it's what? a good joke. It must be nice to have Harrison yeah. on your side. Because he Cause very that's clearly why takes fucking sides. Peter the pilot is our next bachelor. Yeah. And for no other reason other than that he lives next to the Bachelor Mansion. Fuck that. I mean shit. he can just stay at his house. So well, I got I got things to say. You wanna hear why I think that Mike isn't the Bachelor? Because he's dating Demi Lovato. Well, no, I was going to say racism. Oh, but. yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. No, but, mostly that. But, yeah, I do think, I think that these guys fuck themselves when, if, if they want to be bachelor. Like, he might not even want to yeah. be bachelor. Well, wouldn't you? Because he's like, I'm dating Demi Well, Lovato, I was going to say, is, like, wouldn't you rather just date Demi Sorry, Lovato? I guess I'll take Gigi Hadid instead <laughs> right, of, like. instead of 25 random yeah, strangers. Yeah, this one, like, 23-year-old yeah. who is from Alabama. Yeah. Um, but. However, if they do want a shot at being The Bachelor, I feel like they're getting screwed over because they get all these celebrities yeah, that are Yeah, sure. Them. How are you going to say no off? to that? Yeah. Gigi Hadid. Come on, Lovato. Just give America a chance, will you? <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course, the other thing is, like, I'm sure that Tyler and Gigi Hadid went out twice and never again. No, he was at uh, a funeral of one of her family members. Whoa, See? that's serious. Yeah. Do, yeah, funeral is like fourth day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> easily. <laughs> um, And I'm sorry, but is Mike really going to date Demi Lovato? Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe. I don't see I mean, it. So what? Obviously, she's more famous than Sarah Hyland. I feel like Wells is the one who like moved into like real celebrity territory by getting like a real celebrity girlfriend. And so, oh yeah, he's like the pioneer. Yeah, the pioneer of like I'm gonna go from this fake celebrity world to your real celebrity world. Yes, correct. But Sarah Hyland, though seemingly a nice person, is like a B or C list person. We've had this discussion before. Uh huh. I'd say that she's a B list celebrity. Okay. Um, but Demi Lovato's A list. I think all so. The way. Yeah. Yeah, but Demi Lovato is like. Has serious addiction problems and had that overdose last year. Mike can save her. Oh. <laughs> Mike's going to come in. Mike's going to save her with his smile. Oh. <laughs> That's all he needs. Um, who knows? Yeah, who we'll, knows? Yeah. yeah, I think that Mike is going to be fine. It's America that's getting screwed over by having to deal with Peter the pilot. Hey, I'm Pete the pilot. I'm the luckiest kid there is. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got my wings today. 
America's getting screwed over four times in a row in the windmill uh, by Peter the pilot. It's been, you know, too, I saw, um, I saw a thing on the Twitter sphere. It's been a long time since we've had a bachelor that I stood behind. Yeah. Cause yeah. Colton, I was, I actually ended up liking sure. Colton a lot more than I thought, Maybe but I we'll wasn't like excited for him. I did not like Ari and no. I wasn't even excited for him. Who came before Ari? Ben. Higgins? Nick. Nick Vial, right? Did we podcast for that? Yeah. We did? Well, we podcasted for Nick. Gosh. Yeah, remember? Gosh. Yeah, gosh. It seems like ages ago. Because <laughs> remember, he um, was the one who he finally brought Vanessa. Raven to Climax in the, okay. like, Scandinavia. Well, that was a oh, whole... Geez. whole Jeez Louise. Oh, That's not the kind of material we cover on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole plot point. <laughs> it was a real cliffhanger, just, if you it recall. It feels icky when you say he brought her to climax. Well, how would you prefer? I'd, I prefer I was trying to, to keep it classy. <laughs> oh, it's classy, all right. Yeah, I guess we did podcast for Nick Vial. Uh, anyway, maybe okay. uh, maybe Pete the Pilot will surprise us. Yeah, hopefully so. All right, back to Clay and Nicole, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah, so Nicole's all in. Yeah, which we know, lady. Like, yeah. you've been talking about it the whole time you you're here. Us. Like, you crowned yourself queen of Bachelor in Paradise. Well, guess what? <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Here's a shocker for you. Here's a truth bomb. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean... The jerk story, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> They're running out of you. The bottom line seemed to be that Clay really likes Nicole and wanted to see where things were going. But somehow Nicole was like, I've been jerked around. I felt like this was such fucking bullshit. And it made me just really dislike Nicole. And I haven't liked her this whole season. I just, I don't know. I think that, I feel like she thinks she's really funny. And I don't find her that amusing. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, she's, I don't know. She's has not been my favorite. She thinks her shit don't stink. Well, yeah. And again, like it annoyed me that she was being so catty about Angela, especially after having spent so much time on her season, like crying about being bullied by Onyeka. Um, I don't know. She just annoys me. And I think that she's a little bit hypocritical. Mm -hmm. But that being said, you know, I was hoping that maybe they would get a happy ending. But I, you could just tell the way that it was going. What are you doing? Moving Wiggling? My foot. Yeah. Something the listener needs to be Somebody's brought in Somebody's got the wiggles. <laughs> I can't sit still. I'm just so excited and jazzed up to talk about this. <laughs> jazzed up. This relationship really gets me worked up. But yeah, I felt like it was total bullshit because Clay, first of all, has never said I love you. Right. Like every time she's kind of pushed him on it, I feel like he's been really honest. Uh -huh. I'm saying like, I want to get there. I feel like maybe I can, but I'm not there yet. Because we have dated for two weeks. Right. And again, because you were interested in other people for <laughs> two weeks before that. So I just feel like it's total bullshit for Nicole to get so mad and just completely shut down the relationship. Because Clay says, um, having those feelings, it's not easy for me. 
I know I'm starting to fall in love with you. I'm not ready to move in together and get down on one knee right now. I just want to take things slow and mm. leave here together. Perfectly reasonable. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. Like, and Nicole says, he fooled me to believe that he was falling in love. Like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah. yeah he, she just, says, I totally relate to Angela now because he had no intention of being 100% serious with me. Ugh. It seemed to be that he liked her and he wanted to see where things were going to go. But Nicole wants a love so deep the ocean would be jealous. Uh, You know what, Nicole? That's a fucking cliche line. <laughs> I was going to say, what would you say to that in a poetry workshop? I would circle it and write, cliche? Question mark? Can you come up with something that feels a little more fresh or something that I haven't felt like I've seen before? Does it uh, even deserve the question mark after the cliche? I suppose the question you mark is just to be nice. You always put the question mark yeah. so it's like, just a suggestion. Yeah, but, you know, this mm, might be a huge suck? fucking cliche. Yeah, yeah. Does this, uh, is this the... Uh, Sucks? Question mark? Is this the worst thesis I've ever seen? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Could be. Redundant? Question mark? Awk? Question mark? <laughs> Rephrase? Question mark? <laughs> Um, she says, you know, or you don't, which I mean, on one hand, okay, I don't agree with. All right. I do devil's advocate okay. and to even yourself, like, yeah. <laughs> Anna V. Anna on the other extensive hand, debate. On the other, other hand, um, I mean, I could see in this particular situation that it would be hard where you have couples like dylan and hannah who whether or not that lasts like we'll see but they at least seem to be all in and like you just know like so Mm -hmm. i I do understand that it's hard probably to see other couples that are willing to do that so quickly and to not be one of them sure i do understand that but those people are full of shit like they're just Jade and Tanner are not. They prove Carly the process works. Not. You could be the next Jade and Tanner. I know, I know. But a lot of those people are very certain, and then weeks later are not so certain anymore. Um, okay, so Clay and Nicole. So they do not go to the fantasy suite together. Nicole ap- appears to get to stay in the room, the fancy room that they had. Uh, you know, Clay had to sleep in the lobby. <laughs> Also, on a personal note, I also said I love you first, and then you took your sweet-ass time. I and did, yeah. in retrospect, you're lucky that I didn't just break up with you. Sure. Don't yeah. you think? Oh, yeah, I think so. This can go into our questions, <laughs> uh, a couple of questions. Hey, Ryan, why were you such a dick? <laughs> well, That's I just feel an like open question. Looking back on it, I'm just like, what the fuck? Fuck. Like what? You thought you could get better? Is that right? No, I wanted to be sure. I, it was a clay situation. Mm-hmm, I wanted mm-hmm. to be sure that when I said it, that I meant it mm-hmm. and that it was meaningful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was meaningful. Yeah. Great. I don't even remember then when you find. When did you finally say it? Uh, like, like two years later. No, like a week or two later. Oh, oh. Yeah. So you needed an extra week. Well, I... <laughs> anyway, we can talk about this off air. No, I think we should talk about it on yeah, air. Yeah, this is a great time had to talk a, about it. Had a glass of 13 wine. 13 years <laughs> later. And another thing. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, though. Why, like, what did that extra week do for you? I didn't want... 
I felt like I was in a situation where I didn't want you to think I was just saying it because you said it. Ah, oh, yeah. okay, sure, that makes right. sense. No, I, because I, I wanted to say it first, and then you said it first. Oh, so you were just getting back at me? No, for, I wasn't for getting back it. at you. Oh. I just felt like it would seem. You know, if you wanted to say it first, you could have said it. I could have said it first. I should have done that. I was hoping that that's the way that it would play out, and that's not how it played out. Hmm. 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 Anyway, bygones. Yeah, just it's uh, all water under yeah, the bridge. All totally forgotten. Um. All right. Yeah. Should we move? I'm. I mean, I'm trying to. I feel like that's it. Like. So you want to do the engagements? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So. Um, Chris says that he's going to rely on his gut. Which is a bad idea since you've been fucking puking for the last three weeks in Mexico. <laughs> I would not rely on your gut at this point, Chris. Um, turns out his gut told him, hey, dude, propose. Yeah. Hey, dude, either propose or you shouldn't eat in those nachos. Wait, wait, wait. Did I skip? So first we get Clay and Angela, right? Or Nicole. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Clay and Nicole. Yeah. That's when they have their... So they have a fight before the fantasy And then they suite. spend their nights alone. Yeah. But then they are the first couple yep. on the engagement... On the engagement rug palapa. or whatever it is. <laughs> it's yeah. not the palapa, is it? Yeah. It's, it's like, like a, it rug a rug of some kind. Yeah. Um, And and basically the, that conversation plays out where he's just like, yeah. I'm not ready. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, I also, just side note, I felt like Nicole's tears seemed fake. Oh, interesting. They weren't even there. She wasn't even crying in the limo. <laughs> this is all dubbed in. We saw what they could do with an edit last week with Luke S. All right. So then Chris and Katie get engaged. Mm-hmm. He proposes with a Neil Lane ring and says... Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. That's depressing. (laughs) That's great. Uh, We might die tomorrow, so fuck it. Let's get engaged. (laughs) He uh, also says it's not scary at all to say I'm falling in love with you. So does he say I love you? He really pulls a Ryan, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He does. Yep. And then he says, who'd have thunk? (laughs) (laughs) Who'd have thunk it? All right. Dylan proposes to Hannah, and I, I could be mistaken on this, but... I thought that I caught her leaning in to look at the ring before she said yes. Sure, yeah. Just check out the goods. I mean, we've already talked about how these are like the bargain basement, reject Neil Lane rings. So you want to make sure that you're getting at least an okay one. This is a Neil Lane ring, but uh, Neil is actually spelled (laughs) N-I-E-L. It's actually a Neil Lame ring. (laughs) Oh. It's Neil Lane's secondary line that he sells at Filene's basement. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a three-buck Chuck, but it's not really any good. Um, Okay, so they... uh, They... So Hannah has that little moment where she's... First she says, I'm terrified of being burned again. And then she's worried that her dad hasn't met Dylan. And he agrees to get on a plane to Alabama that very night. And so she says yes. And she's like, Blake already did that. (laughs) It's been done. You got to do more than that. All right. So they are engaged. Demi and Christian get engaged. We were wondering who would be doing the proposing. Uh Yeah. It was Demi. Yeah. But then later it was Christian. Yeah. 
Both girls got their bling. Yeah, well, that makes sense. You both want a ring, right? I feel like that's the one downside. (laughs) Well, also the social stigma and, you know, having to deal with... The challenges of homophobia. Hatred. Right, yeah. yeah. But the real problem is the ring. the real problem is that both... Yeah, you have to be able to afford two diamond rings if you wanted that. Or you could just get one of those heart necklaces that are broken in half that interlock. That say best friend. Yep, and they interlock together. Yeah, two wedding dresses. I assume, you know, people have navigated this at this point. Um, you got to have fucking photographers. I don't know. Want. I feel like they might need some straight people to uh, straight explain. It's a straight eye. Yeah. yeah, we can do your wedding planning for you. No problem. All right. Demi and Christian are engaged. And then we're donezo. Yeah. It's time for the reunion then show. Then we got, what, two hours of reunion Ryan got real mad because I tried to fast forward through the part where they introduced everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who these people are at uh, this point. All right. Um, we, yeah, I think that we can just blow through some of the bigger topics, right? So, like, Derek and JPJ kind of hash it out again. Um, I just resolved. think JPJ is a jerk. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even, he won't apologize to Chris and Crystal. He says, I think that what happened was unfortunate. That's as close as he can get mm-hmm. to an apology. Um, And they don't really, I don't know. Like, it, almost, it felt a little bit like semantics because Derek is like, I said this. And then JPJ is like, I remember it as this. Right. Right. It's like one shifted verb. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. I just feel like, Taisha, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean... I hate, I liked JPJ going in and there are elements of JPJ that are delightful, but clearly he's got some growing up to do or Mm -hmm. something. Um, You know, I think some of this is probably stuff you can grow out of. But uh, yeah, Taisha, I think Taisha could do a little better. A lot better. Yeah. Uh, Haley asks Tajuan to explain what she meant by the pigeon seagull thing. That makes two of us, Haley. She says uh, it was a metaphor. (laughs) Again, circle that, you know, unclear question mark. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of birds on the beach. She's like, I wasn't saying that you're literally a seagull. Oh, I get it, Tajuan. I got it. I got it. Um... Okay, what, Jordan and uh, Christian? Jordan and Christian start to go at it a little yeah. bit even. Because Christian's like, come over here and shake my hand. And I couldn't tell if he really wanted to just put it to bed or if it was like... I thought it was a like, prove that you can get close to me yeah. and see if I punch you kind of thing. That's see the way I, I read it. if I lift you over my right. shoulder. <laughs> Throw and you down again, you. yeah. Um, Christian says, you're a bitch, Jordan. True. Um, yeah, true. Jordan had a lot of uh, words of wisdom and insight. Uh, I did appreciate what he was saying, and and a couple of people echoed this. Cam tried to, and then he got shut down like a bitch. Um, but Jordan commented on how many people had spoken to each other before the show, and he said, next year for Paradise, stay off Instagram, or don't go to Stagecoach. And I totally agree. I mean, we've talked about that a lot on the podcast, so I won't go into it too much, but it's really not fun for the viewer, because like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this. It really happened on both ends of the season, in that, first of all, a bunch of stuff happened at Stagecoach, 
I mean, just send the cameras to Stagecoach next time. Like, honestly, like, make right. that your show. Like, I want to know what's actually going on. I don't think they're allowed to film that stuff and put it on TV. (laughs) It's just Kaylin fucking a bunch of people. (laughs) Well, and, um, yeah, it's just Blake uh, banging women back to back. It's just Blake, like, walking around with his dick out. (laughs) Um, But then on the stagecoach, like, Burning Man? Like, what even? No, yeah, people are. We should collect funds to do a special live. Here for the wrong reasons, live at Stagecoach. An expose of Stagecoach. Yeah, was Blake like. I'm gonna have to bone Dean. (laughs) It's for research purposes. But it is just for the sake of, you know, keeping the show authentic. Well, what's going on? Like, is Blake porky picking it the whole time? (laughs) Like, what is this? Because I thought it was like a country music. Festival. You're um, not allowed to porky pig at, at uh, Burning Man. Burning Man, right, is the only form of nudity that's banned. It's too so disturbing. disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> you can be fully naked. That's fine. But uh, shirt cocking, as I it's mean, also called. It is. It yeah. is. Uh, can women do it? Is that also porky pigging? I don't know. Good question. Hmm. Yeah, good question. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a little more research. Uh, Robin. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> um, hashtag feminism. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. We want a porky pig. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Um, well, no, what I was going to say. So on one hand, you've got a bunch of drama from Stagecoach and Blake flying out. And then on the other end, you've got all this stuff going on on Twitter that they're talking about. Like, very not much of the drama is happening on the actual show anymore or like clay and angela like there's just all this right. stuff that's going on off camera that like i want to i want to watch the drama unfold so in that sense jordan is right like we didn't know each other we all went in fresh and see cam what happens. to his credit was like i thought it was going to be like one big blind date and then i come in to find that You've all been hanging out. And then it's like, oh, Cam, you were just bitter that nobody came yeah. to this birthday party. Also, fuck you, Cam, because apparently he's buddies with James Taylor. Ugh. Oh, right. They did a show together. Ah, the worst. Mm, hard pass on yeah, that. Yeah, no thank you. Well, and uh, Cam, it is like a blind date in that uh, people quickly send you home. Yeah. So it's it just is, like your blind date It is like a blind date in that Caitlin had to take a mysterious phone call when you were reading your journal entries to her. And then she was like, oh, man. Oh, there's been a go. car there crash. There was an emergency. My grandmother, uh, she's really sick. And <laughs> my apartment flooded back home. Do you at least want to take your leftovers? Nope. No, <laughs> no I don't. I really feel like I should just go. Yeah, I, I just got to get out of here. Yeah, Caitlin basically chews her arm off to get out of that conversation. <laughs> All right. Connor and Whitney are still seeing each other. Yeah. Being super vanilla together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah, that's your thing. Uh, I think really to me the only so a couple of shockers Nicole and Clay were in the hot seat but that got cut they cut that to show us Carly and Evan's baby bull or fucking shit yeah come on bullshit <laughs> yeah we don't have time for eight minutes of wrapping up this drama but here's Jaden Tanner yeah and here's a montage of what you already saw this season ridiculous yeah it's three hours of show and we don't have time for this come on Harrison 
Tasha and JPJ are are together because yeah. Tasha tracked him down in Maryland. Who would guess that JPJ is from Maryland? I wouldn't have. And also, his town motto was something like "the town that fooled the British." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would not have. But she showed up at his house. JPJ was super stoked, bra. Shaka bra. <laughs> and uh, yeah, their girlfriend and boyfriend. Ooh, he's so cute. He, uh, I did like his little I'm move. So cute when I'm not being a psychopath yeah. killer. Yeah. Well, uh, it was cute when he got down on his knee and did the little Shakespeare thing. I, I thought that was that was cute. Was it cute? It was okay. I feel like he's trying to be Zach Morris, <laughs> but he's failing. And he actually froze time during that segment and <laughs> talked to us as an time audience. Out. <laughs> Yeah. Derek <laughs> thinks I'm going to lose Tasha to this guy. <laughs> he also took pictures of all the girls in swimsuits without their consent and sold them in a calendar. He made a calendar. <laughs> girls of the Bachelor. <laughs> For his personal profit. Girls of Paradise. Yeah. Zach Morris would not make it in today's <laughs> Yeah, Zach Morris He would have been me too a long time ago. cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the only other big thing is Blake and Kaylin. Blake and Kaylin, you want to do do that? I mean, I haven't changed my stance on it. And I let me preface it by saying this: I do think that Blake is a is a jerk. Yeah, he seems to be an a moron. He can't admit when he's wrong. He just seems to be this kind of like imbecile dude. Yeah, yeah. Um. However, on the other hand, in this situation, so Blake and Kaylin kind of get into it um, because Kaylin says that she felt like Blake was slut shaming her by releasing those texts. And um, I just I think that Kaylin is wrong. Like she got on national television and she was spreading lies about Blake that he could easily refute by releasing these text messages. And she was like, you knew that I would be slut shamed by everyone in America. So first of all, I don't think that Blake should have told her that he was about to do it. He should have just done it. And if he wanted to take him down an hour later, he still could have. Um, But... I feel like where she's getting it wrong is like people in America all across the nation. Um, they weren't sending her vitriol and and hate because they were angry that she had had sex. It was because she was lying about it. Right. And that she was making him out yeah. to be this like huge lying player and she was just flat out lying like she was yeah and she was like well i privately apologize to you for that well big fucking deal but that doesn't mean that you didn't make him look like a complete jerk in front of all of bachelor nation yeah well i think the problem is he is a big lying player but she lied about a very particular thing. Like, she didn't have to do that. No. You know, like, that, I think, was the problem, too. She didn't have to do any of it. Yeah. And I tell you what it was, and this is where, like, Hannah B. probably is just, like, you know, loving that I do feel like Kaylin is finally being exposed as... I. Feel, she seems, pr- like, super manipulative, 
Um, but she clearly was just pissed that Blake came down and wasn't paying attention to her. And so then she started spinning this like tall tale about, I mean, I think again, well, just like putting it in the worst possible light. And I think not even putting it in the worst possible light, like based on what they said went down either via text or conversation before they got down there, it sounds like they were all good. Mm-hmm. And then Blake came down and what? Like, didn't didn't give her enough attention in that first, like, five hours on the beach? Which, of course he wouldn't. He's trying to meet other people. Like, y'all have established that you're both going to move on and move mm-hmm. in different directions. And she's just spinning this, like, complicated tale of... Of, of lies. Of betrayal. A this web, web of, of deceit. Things like an onion. The more you peel it, the more it starts to mm-hmm. stink. Yeah, no, I mean, I, in general, I, I agree. Shitty. Yeah, in general, I agree, though I have to add the extra caveat that I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, like. I care uh, because I feel like this is, like, this is the type of stuff that makes that gives women a bad sure. name. Yeah, no, I agree. Because yeah. I feel like don't like you can't it's like uh it's a little bit like Hannah trotting out that term that she was mean girled by Tasha. That term means something. Right. And it's not somebody calling you on your shit. Yeah. Like you weren't mean girled. Tasha called you out for your bullshit in a way that was appropriate and respectful. That doesn't mean that she mean girled you mm-hmm. in the same way. Like, just because people were getting angry at you on Twitter and it had something to do with a relationship, it doesn't mean that you were being Mm slut-shamed. And I feel like she plays that card in order to evoke sympathy from the viewer and from, like, everybody in the audience. And she's crying and looking all, you know, like a sad little Furby. But (laughs) um, I'm not buying it. Yeah, well, and I noted that... On Twitter, everybody seemed to be on Blake's side. Yeah. But in the audience, when they were there, they all seemed to be like, man, Blake, you shouldn't have done that, man. But real, like, half-heartedly. So, yeah, again, like... When I, like, on the one hand, when they're like, Blake, just say you're sorry, and he wouldn't do it, I do get, just apologize for releasing the text messages and move on. But he's not sorry. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that he has to apologize to her. What, just because she's a girl? No, like he doesn't have to apologize if he doesn't want to. And he clearly doesn't think that he was in the wrong. Um, And I don't, I don't either. Yeah, no, I I concur. I don't have anything good to add. Kaylin, use a bitch. (laughs) And I hope that Dean takes you to his dirty van and forces you to eat ramen in that van. And uh, I don't know. You've gotten the life that you deserve for the next two weeks. And then, uh, and then you're probably going to be out of there. All right. So, uh, and then Katie and Chris is, this is a super sad thing. This is, you know, it's not as sad as John and Kate's divorce, but it was was a little, it was hard to watch. Yeah, it was hard to watch. Katie and Chris, I mean, basically are not doing well. Right. They're not doing well. And it sounds like they don't need to be together. Like, it doesn't sound like. It sounds like they are headed for a breakup and they're both kind of dragging their feet and um, I could see them being one of those couples that maybe 
you know, maybe they didn't need to get engaged. I do think that Chris really likes her. Mm -hmm. And I think that she likes him. But maybe it's a little too much pressure to have an engagement. On national TV. Yeah, yeah, a relationship. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'd be just fine. I mean, we struggled in our first year or mm-hmm. so of dating. As we detailed we just a struggled. moment ago. Yeah, yeah like, I, I mean, I respect them coming on the show and being honest about it. And, like, we're still married. You know, I I do think there's some truth to the statement of, like, it shouldn't be hard. But on the other hand, it is going to be is hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one, it sounded like... That Katie doesn't feel like she's getting what she needs from Chris, and that it seemed like Chris didn't fully understand, yeah, what that was. And that's, I they, mean, that's a relationship again. Like they the, do Chris, seem to have two very different yeah, personalities. Yeah. Well, but like the Demi and Christian thing, like that's a real relationship problem. Yeah, that you know, like a lot of couples have that. Yeah, problem. and it's again, it might just be that. There's so much attention and you're under a microscope and you got engaged and maybe things would be fine. Either Chris they'll work out or in a different scenario. pissed in the like after shots when oh, he stormed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, it certainly didn't help to have that heartfelt, uh, really heavy conversation on national TV either. Oh. That probably didn't help them. So, yeah, she wasn't wearing her engagement ring when she came out. But then she put it back. But then she put it back yeah, on. she put it back on. Because what? Polly comes out. <laughs> to deliver and everybody's it. like hey Polly. it's Polly. it's the end of my notes yeah i've just got peter is the new bachelor boo uh harrison says you're different from any bachelor we've ever had because you live close to bachelor mansion uh, that's why ugh so yeah i guess we'll gang we're gonna miss all of you. We're man. not. We can't wait until January to to talk to you again. If y'all send us uh, questions, <laughs> yeah, send us your question. We we'll can't. do a couple of special episodes. <laughs> we can't wait until January for you to hear our voices again. <laughs> <laughs> but we love emails and tweets, so keep at it. Thanks and, for the support. Uh, yeah, and we will uh, hopefully talk to you soon. So uh, until then, uh, keep... good night and good luck. <laughs> It must be nice, it must be nice To have Washington on your side It must be nice, it must be nice To have Washington on your side Every action has an equal opposite reaction Thanks to Hamilton, our cabinet's fractured into factions Try not to crack under the stress We're breaking down like fractions Smack each other in the press and we don't print retractions. I get no satisfaction witnessing his fits of passion. The way he primps and preens and dresses like the pits of fashion. Our poorest citizens, our farmers, live ration to ration. As Wall Street robs them blind in search of chips to cash in. This prick is asking for someone to bring him to task. Somebody give me some dirt on his vacuous mask so we can at last unmask him. I'll pull the trigger on him. Someone load the gun and cock it. While we were all watching, he got Washington in his pocket. It must be nice. It must be nice. To have Washington on your side. It must be nice. It must be nice. To have Washington on your side. Look back at the Bill of Rights. Which I wrote. The ink hasn't dried. It must be nice. It must be nice. To have Washington on your side. It must be nice. It must be nice. To have Washington on your side. Look back at the Bill of Rights. Which I wrote. The ink hasn't dried. It must be nice. It
must be nice, it must be nice to have Washington on your side. So he's doubled the size of the government. Wasn't the trouble with much of our previous government size. Look in his eyes. See how he lies. Follow the scent of his enterprise. Centralizing national credit and making American credit competitive. If we don't stop it, we aid and abet it. I have to resign. Somebody has to stand up for the South. But somebody has to stand up to his mouth. If there's a fire you're trying to douse, you can't put it out from inside the house. I'm in the cabinet. I am complicit in watching him grabbing and power and kissing. If Washington isn't going to listen to This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.